I'm Summer Falgiano, and you're tuned in to Badasses in Tech. Today, we're joined by David Valverde, founder and CEO of Pronos.ai. On this episode, David lets us in on how he's shaping the future of advertising. He also shares his secret to pushing the status quo and explains how it starts with facing fears from within. At Pronos.ai, we're basically converting car windows into digital display systems. That allow for cons- that basically allows for consumers to express themselves in the out of home world. Wow! Yeah. So, are you telling me that any car, anybody, any consumer could basically create themselves to be a a walking billboard or a, a drivable billboard? Yeah, that's that's the vision, right? And that, that's really you know the idea behind that is just because of how innovative and aesthetically pleasing our displays are and turnkey. Um, compatible they are, um, we created a consumer product that can basically be retrofitted with most car makes and models. And yeah, you can basically convert all your rear windows into a full HD display. Um, And you have full control over the content, right? So that's another disruptive aspect of what what it is that we're doing. So tell me a little bit more about that. Uh, You're you're saying disruptive. Is this something that is relatively new to this type of industry? Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, we're relatively new. Con- we're a relatively new concept. Um, I think, you know, the out-of-home digital signage is still on, it's kind of a, the next frontier in general. I mean, if you really walk around, even in the large metropolitan areas like New York, I mean, the digital signage is very limited, right? There's like digital billboards, there's mm-hmm. taxi hoppers, there's bus shelters, um, so we're, we're really enabling something. I mean, people are already driving around. We're giving people an opportunity to purchase and own these, earn as they go, and also express themselves in whatever way they like, right? Or, you know, a lot of businesses will use it for conferences and all that. I mean, there's really a mm. lot of applications to it. Um, but it's just, you know, real estate that's highly visible, right? Because, you know, when you're in an urban area, you got a lot of eyeballs and you're moving oh, yeah. and it's, it's, it's a, it's really a medium that's going to allow for people to get more exposure and visibility, um, and, you know, in a new, in a new plane. Basically. Yeah. And I could imagine as, when you're talking about, you know, the distraction and it's, especially in the cities walking around, you just see people in their phones, right? So I could imagine this is something that will definitely help those businesses that are trying to get those consumers. And it also sounds like there's some sort of benefit to the driver as well. Could you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, well, you know, aside from it just being another you know, publishing platform and out of home, we really geared it to be a benefit, a big benefit for the drivers from just uh, a new revenue source. So mm-hmm. as you drive around, you can monetize, we geo target and we count impressions similar to other out of home signage uh, platforms. But you know, we also just, I think that's one of the biggest ones is you can earn up to $500 per month just on your regular routine, you know, going to work, commuting. And you know, that could be substantial to a lot Absolutely. of people. Um, and of course, you know, there's a gig economy drivers, right? Who drive maybe 70 hours a week, right? So, um, you know, so the opportunity is there and really how we set it up is we are allowing the consumer to own own it, mm-hmm. uh, theirs, and they keep most of the upside and most of the revenue, right? Um, because it's their platform, it's their investment. And uh, that's how we kind of structured it from the beginning. 
So tell me a little bit about the beginning and how you, do you have a team that you kind of worked with to, to really take things off the ground? This is such an interesting concept. I love to hear how it kind of started. I'm sure there's a lot of listeners who are scratching their heads trying to figure out how can I, how can I get this passion project off the ground or how can I get something that's really, it feels so far-fetched, but it's something that I really want to get started on. Can you share anything like that? Yeah, I mean, just just some tips uh, surrounding that. I mean, we're you know we're a hardware software play, right? So it's definitely not an easy. It's it's, it's a you know huge undertaking. Um, you know, this has been you know a few years in the making now, and uh, you know there's a lot a lot of learning we had to make. You know, we had to do and a lot of iterations, and you know, I had to you know basically optimize our supply chain to make sure that we could build something that's not only scalable, but affordable and at the right price point and all that. So there is a lot of um, things you got to consider when you're building something that's hardware uh, based. Uh, but, you know, one of my tips would be just, you know, one step at a time. Don't get overwhelmed with trying to get it all done in a year. Just, you know, mm. bit by bit, whatever you can, you know, take bites that you can actually chew, right? So, uh, you know, I know that's a super cliche, but you really just got to take it step by step. Um, and, and not feel like, oh, somebody else is already doing it or something similar. I don't really believe in that because I feel like you can execute anything, any business model, any business model, any service, any product in all kinds of different ways. Um, so that's something to keep in mind to, you know, when you're working on something, just, just, you know, just, just, uh, you know, try to find an addressable market that makes mm-hmm. sense, large enough. If, if you're thinking about going the venture capital route, mm-hmm. but just, uh, you know, you're unique and you're going to build a unique team and you have inherent values that no one else has. You're going to have a different vision, you know, and you see it all over and over and over again. Even if even if there was another company that was already doing what we're doing, we would still do it differently. And I think we would still be successful. I mean, yeah, we have an advantage because we're kind of the first mover in the space and we have mm-hmm. patents now and everything else. But um, but I don't know. I mean, it, it's I mean, I can kind of talk a bit more about advice for entrepreneurs but it's if you really are passionate that's a great start if you're doing it for the right reasons if it's just Mm -hmm. money and trying to live a good life then you're probably going to build a service and product that no one needs and you're just kind of pushing it down their throats Mm -hmm. you don't want to build something that really creates value for society and something that people actually want and it makes your job easier and yeah it may take a little longer to figure that out but in the long run you're actually you know creating some you know net positive change that's great advice. Do you, how did you and your team identify your uniqueness? Well, <laughs> uh, you know, that, that's an interesting question. Just, you know, having the cars out, you know, when we just have the cars out in any city in the world. I mean, we've, we've gotten, you know, I've been to Dubai, I've been to China, mm. you know, demos there. People just get mind blown. Um, everyone kind of takes pictures. Everyone kind of looks and it's one of those neck turner. Yeah, it's flashy. It's flashy. So it's an it's a big advantage, right? Because people, you know, the public really finds it fascinating and cool and innovative and, and all of that. So that's that's when I kind of realized that this is gonna be big when mm-hmm. you just drive your car up to, you know, a public gathering and you literally steal the show. Everyone on the street just hey, what is that? Like right. It's one of those moments, you know, it's kind of like driving up in a Bugatti or a Lamborghini. It's kind of similar. Um, so I think that's a, you know. For advertising and public, you know, publishing content, I think that's very valuable for brands. Um, 
And of course, you know, the counter argument could be, you know, we'll lose our novelty down the line, but you know, that's, this is just our first product. You know, we're going to continue to innovate, continue to build products that, that are attractive and, and catch attention. But right. I think this has been a huge advantage for us. Absolutely. And yeah, I, kind of like what we were talking about before, this is solving a challenge that we're going to just continue to face in terms of um, the fight against digital real estate, you know, mm-hmm. traditional digital real estate. This is something that is innovative. It's different. It, it's ca- it's eye catching. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I, I love what you're doing. And yeah, I think it's important, everything that you just talked about in terms of um, finding that passion, not giving up, getting the feedback. That sounds like that's pretty critical to, you know, the constant iteration, um, putting it out there, it, it sounds like is the most important first step, just like getting something out there. doesn't have to be final, doesn't have to be the perfect version of it. But it sounds like you're saying, put yourself out there, put it out there, get some feedback, and then iterate along the way. Yeah, that's perfectly summarized. <laughs> exactly. That's, uh... Well, I'm I'm glad that I could just summarize it right for you. I'll just put I'll put the words right in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, David. So tell me a little bit more. I, I mean, we have all been experiencing a, a completely different world, especially with the pandemic. C- can you talk a little bit about any impact that the pandemic has had on you or your company, the team, your customers? <laughs> Yeah, you know, fortunately we're in tech and I've been working remotely for years now. So that really, that change, it wasn't really, you know, working from home wasn't really a big change for me or really most engineers in Silicon Valley, as you know, you know, people have been working remote for a while now, right? So that really hasn't changed. I think one, I mean, you know, the pandemic has been, you know, catastrophic, catastrophic in many, many areas. Um, but fortunately for us, particularly, we've actually started to do better because of the pandemic. You know, not in, in, in a weird way. Um, a lot of our competitors, like some taxi toppers, uh, company, mm-hmm. I wouldn't even consider them competitors, but a lot of these signage companies have folded. So it's like it kind of really cleaned the slate out. Right. But aside from that, um, you know, it's worked for us, right? You know, less overhead. We don't, you know, we, we closed, we're not using our office anymore. So we saved some, some money there. Um, we don't have to have a brick and mortar office anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, of course there's less people out, right? So really it allowed us, this time period has allowed us to just go back to the lab and continue to just, uh, develop the product a bit more. Um, because yeah, there's not, you know, during the pandemic or at least in 2020, early 2021, people weren't out. Right. So until recently, right. So it, it it wasn't really the right time to to get the product out. Anyway. Yeah. But it was, you know, I, I, we've kind of just, at least that's how I see life in general. I always like to turn negatives into positives. Like I just flip them. And I look at opportunities like, like that in every single, in everything. Um, so at least that's how I see it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure, especially as a founder and as a business leader and someone who has a team that is kind of looking to them to, to maybe guide them, it's important to have that attitude. No one wants to, no one wants to kind of be led by somebody who's 
overly optimistic or overly pessimistic. So it's great to hear that you have found a way to strike a, a healthy balance for both perspectives. It's important. I try my best, you know, I really do. My best. So you mentioned that um, there's some things on the horizon or that you see uh, some, some more iterations coming for Pranos.ai, that this isn't, this isn't the, the only thing that we can expect to come. Can you share a little bit about what you see on the horizon coming up for us? There's just so much. I mean, I, you know, I'm talking to an executive producer at MTV who wants to do a reality show around my life and my team's life. And I guess the company in general. Yeah. We've shot a pilot um, and we may go forward with it. We're not sure, but I think it could be great PR and marketing. Um, but, you know, we've gotten attention from a lot of the automotive manufacturers around the world. We're under NDA with, two top five automotive manufacturers. And, uh, you know, we, we just got a, a call with quality control and Interscope Records. A lot of the, you know, top record labels in LA want to work with us because of the, of the hip hop industry. It's it's something that gravitates with that. It's, you know, there's some synergies there. Um, the music industry, in, um, particularly. Um, but aside from that, you know, we have a really interesting product in the pipeline as well as the, like the Holowall, which converts your whole storefront um, oh, wow. Into digital. So basically the same thing, same concept, same principle, but for your storefront. So now you can, you know, monetize, you know, your, your real estate, your you wow. know, real estate that's probably dying anyways, because it's, you know, commercial real estate took a huge hit. So, uh, you know, so that's, that's another product we're, we're working on. That's awesome. And so tell me a little more about the music component. I, I would love to hear how you are seeing that kind of play into things. Yeah. Well, the music component is actually one of our big, you know, huge, huge, huge card for us. Uh, you know, I attended the Grammys two years ago. Um, we got invited by the same executive producer, actually. And, uh, you know, when we were out there, um, you know, I met a lot of people. And of course, everyone we kind of mentioned this to, they love it, right? Because it's just right. a lot of people. But particularly these artists, right, who are always looking, you know, they're obsessed with billboards, right? <laughs> their their vision is, I want to be, my face, you know, I want to my face plastered everywhere. Mm -hmm. When they see someone developing this, they're like, this is the coolest thing ever. But aside from that, they think it's like a flashy, a lot of these hip hop artists particularly find it flashy and cool and, and luxurious, right? Um, so, you know, we spoke to JLo's team two years ago to, to attend uh, with, you know, she, when she was signed to Hitco and we were gonna, we didn't end up closing the deal, but you know, she, we we're gonna put it on Bentley and she was gonna arrive to the Grammys with uh, technology. Oh, very cool. We, you know, so things of that nature, we have worked with, we have talked to artists. Um, we have, we're in talks with the Migos. I don't know if you're familiar with those guys. Um, oh, I love them. Oh, yeah. So, you know, a lot of these very mainstream artists yeah, um, really find it interesting. And I think, and really to answer your question is, that's going to be huge for us because really entering the market, uh, we, we want to make sure we equip a few influencers like those guys, some TikTokers. We're talking to the manager at, uh, um, what's it called? The, uh, the TikTok house. I, I'm, the name is escaping my house, but, mm. uh, 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 man, I totally blank. But these I TikTokers, wish I knew more about TikTok, but I, I know that whoever is an influencer on TikTok. Right. We're talking to, so we're talking, we're, we're talking to talent X and they signed a few of these top TikTokers. Um, Very one of them, cool. I'm not big on TikTok either, but, you know, so it's like, it does seem to gravitate with- To the with, influencers. 
Yeah, and I think that's going to be great because if we can make this something that is cool and trendy and accepted by society, that's going to allow us to hit this massive scale that we want. And that's when the advertisers are going to pour in in each oh, month yeah. when we have massive scale. And when you have massive scale, then all these people that own these units now have the opportunity to earn as they drive. So really, that's we're, kind of, we're phasing the approach. So we, we kind of want to make it a hot product first, a premium yeah. product, a consumer product, roll it out, get massive, massive scale, and then roll out the, uh, the B2B play. That makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, I, I think everything that you just discussed about the influencers and the musicians makes tons of sense. What we've been talking about earlier about the brands yeah. and the the driver benefit, I, I could imagine Uber and Lyft, they're probably on maybe your phase three plan of some potential partnerships. That feels like a, a perfect fit, right? Just ha getting the Uber drivers to to put their their windows, make them pranos.ai. So um, and and with the billboard or the the retail spaces, so. Right. Well, and I just wanted to add, it's please. Awesome Uber and Lyft, because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got a story, I got an anecdote for you. Because uh, when we're you know in the first, you know, I was one of the co-owners at Grab It, and we went to Y Combinator the program um, before we started Pranos. Um, that comp company then ended up dissolving because you know we just had to close it down. Right. But our first investor in that company was the chairman of Lyft, actually. Uh, and, uh, you know, he, he was basically Lyft's first investor and our first investor. And, you know, he really believed in us. And it was just, for me, that was probably one of the life, most life-changing moments. Like, I was just coming out of college, and now I'm in a garage in our weekly huddles. And, you know, the chairman of Lyft is, like, whiteboarding with us, you know? Wow. And it was just, you know, it was, you know, it was a validating moment, but it, it, it just allowed me... To learn from a lot of these guys and I, I thought it was the coolest thing ever right uh, yeah uh, you know for someone in that in the industry um you know sadly I don't think Uber and Lyft are doing well anymore but um but yeah I learned a lot from, from Sean I mean that guy's uh he's uh brilliant and incredibly humble that was another thing that kind of blew my mind it's like the most powerful guy I've ever like talked to and it's like the most humble and nice guy ever it was right. like I didn't really expect that, but you see that in Silicon Valley all the time, all these guys that are, you know, they just see life differently. Willing to help. They see an idea and it goes back to what we were talking about, having the confidence and being able to show that uniqueness of, of who you are and what you're trying to sell. So, yeah, I would say um, when we're thinking about it, you know, kind of going over your, your success and your career, you mentioned some of those things. It sounds like networking or it sounds like relationships uh, is also pretty critical or key. Um, you've had several from MTV, the the chairman at Lyft, like all these different touch points have, have uh, been influential along the way, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and there's a lot more, but, you know, but yeah, I mean, I think it does help that we're working on something that has a lot of potential. So getting getting in front of these people has not yeah. been a problem, really. That's <laughs> been an advantage. And now it's just executing and delivering the product. That's you know the challenge, and we got to get the right team. But yeah, I think you know building those relationships and learning and keeping an open open mind, you know, to your audience. Um, yeah, just go for it. I mean, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, it's really a it's it's really a journey of self discovery. 
Because a lot mm-hmm. of the things you thought, a lot of the things, you know, the biases that you had about life tend to be like flipped as you continue your journey. As you continue to succeed a bit, right? You continue, you start to realize like, dang, like it's completely the other way around. Mm. It's it's interesting, you know? So you just gotta That's be great to hear. Yeah. Do you have any examples of that? Like, do you have a memory of a perspective that you had and, and how it changed as you kind of continued on? Yeah, I mean, I think this is, you know, the last few years I've, I've done a lot of self-development, a lot of uh, just mental work, a lot of inner work. I mean, most of the work that I do is inner work um, just because uh, I really, at the end of the day, the only person you're really competing with, and I know it sounds cliche, is really yourself. Man. There's it's no one true. going after you, but you're darker, you're, you know, the dark side of your mind. And, yeah. You know, and things of that nature. It's like really, really exploring your mind and thinking, really going deep in introspection and realizing why are you having the thoughts you're having? What's the root of, of having this bias or, or, or thinking this way? And, and, or my bad habits, why, where are they root from? And then try to go to the root and change those things. You got to rewire your brain. Yeah. To completely change yourself into that dream version of yourself that you have. Well, whatever dream version, you know, imagine yourself 10 years from now, the perfect version of yourself. What habits does, does that person have? How do they act? Who are they hanging out with? What are mm-hmm. they talking about? What are they reading about? And then just try to just go back and try to, it, it is, it is a, it is a process and I'm still just starting and I'm still just iterating. I'm not, I'll continue to do this till I die. Oh yeah. I'll never really get anywhere. I mean, I, I mean, I hopefully continue to progress, but it, it, it's like infinite problem. There's just infinite room for development. That's what the I'm sky's the limit. And it's hard work. It's hard work. And it, stuff that nobody teaches you you know you don't you don't go to school for such critical um business success at the end of the day yeah it's all about managing yourself managing emotions managing your perspectives your biases so um everything that you've been doing it's been working and i'm so appreciative that you've been able to come on the show and share all of your secrets and your tips for for our audience and especially those looking to to break into some emerging technology. So I can't thank you enough, David, and I'm sure we will be seeing some amazing things. Maybe I'll be uh, walking down the street and seeing a interactive car with some like dancers or something. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it'll be it'll be in Silicon Valley very soon. So. <laughs> we'll yeah. See. Is there any? Is there uh, where could we learn a little bit more about Pronos.ai and any uh, anything coming up that we should be aware of? Yeah, so you know, currently we are uh, we're actually selling. Uh, we're targeting a, a, a. We're actually selling. We're planning to dilute six uh, percent of the company, um, and and we're actually so we're actually selling some of our shares to the public market um, through the Reg CF um, offering. Um, so we're filing with the SEC and all that, and you know we're we're selling a bit of the company to the public, and that's going really well. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, and. Uh, so, you know, if your audience wants to go check that out, it's, we're on WeFunder. Just look up pronos.ai. And then our website is www.pronos.ai. You know, you can just learn a bit about us or, you know, if you're interested in, in joining us on the ride, buy some shares. Thanks for listening to today's episode. To hear more, check out our website, badassesintech.com, and join our community. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So follow us and tune in next week. That about sums it up. I'm Summer Falgiano, and this 
is Badasses in Tech.